Rusty Quill presents. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Previously on Planet Arcana. We rejoin our heroes who have just deciphered the coded map, leading them to the cold breaks, scavenge, and presumably effigy's foot. Inspired by their recent discovery, they attempt an opening of the mysterious magical box they've been carrying since the heist. And though Riot succeeds in picking the lock, the crew opens it to find... Well, nothing. Sorry, gang. Time is of the essence, so they set off blinking down the mountain to get an unconscious effigy to the nearest medical center in Viridesia, the city of parties. On their way, they save, then threaten and interrogate a rusty cloud android... Garbazine, an abandoned member of Scavenge's Disasteroids. Finally, he agrees to join the party, while nursing his sore feelings at being left behind, but promising to help them find the teleportation circle that would lead them quickly to Midmoss. And so they head into Viridesia, dodging a street-preaching edict, and once out of sight, Linger wheels off to save Effigy and our heroes recognize their desperate need for brunch. At the luxuriously named courtesans and oligarchs, the party runs into a bitterly familiar face. And now, to brunch. I can hear you. I am listening. My dearest darling, I miss the clockwork, the neon, the networks. Oh, these metropolises, these, these verdant, desolate biomes. Oh, the fun and games we have planned. But always with the promise that we are on a blinding path of success. You will be tried. You will be compromised. I repeat, we've been compromised. Do not despair. You will see the world. You will know planet Arcana. You will find all it takes is a friend. All it takes is perseverance. All it takes is a little sweat. All it takes is a key. Oh, I can't believe we forgot Mr. Burbles. I am so ashamed. <laughs> Mom, Paul would, I've never treated a creature like this in my life. I don't know what's wrong with me, but I, I'm, what a hey, disappointment hey, I am hey. as a pet owner. No, you're fine. It's, he, I don't know how long ICP's even lived, to be honest. <laughs> oh, that's a good point. He may have only had a couple days left. And I mean, could we have taken him from Aqua Catch? No. Ah. Well, well, uh, bitters, you, you didn't happen to bring purples with you, did you? No. Oh. <laughs> All right. Can you tell us what, what happened to him? Yeah, so you guys left an isopede at my place of work, <laughs> and it sounds like you've given him a name. Uh, oh, yes. His name was Burbles. Could you call him Burbles? Right. 
Anyway, so... I was very close with it. You left a live pet in my place of work. I did take care of it. I took it to the edge of town. You set him free. <laughs> that town was Aquaketch, and now here we find ourselves in beautiful Viridesia. So at this point, I am legally entitled to ask if you're stalking me. <laughs> <laughs> well, why are you here? Why, why, if you don't mind me asking, why are you here? I don't believe that's any of your concern. <laughs> I suppose that's fair. But no, we're not, we're not stalking you. I, I absolutely, this is happenstance. You're absolutely safe. Wow. What an absolute relief. Yeah. <laughs> Perhaps you'd be interested in hearing of courtesan and oligarchs brunch specials today. Go on. For starters, we have an egg flight. <gasps> there are three options for the mains. Empress Viridesia's bounty, Aurora Brunchialis, <laughs> and of course, Le Grand Cristal Dejeuner de Bouche. <laughs> Riot, you seem like the the brunch expert here. Maybe I'll follow your lead. Oh, well, damn. I don't even know what I'm getting into, but I like the sounds of the Aurora Brunchialis. I would uh I, I would like I would like an egg flight. Oh, how how many eggs come in the egg flight? I wouldn't worry about it. <laughs> I really want to go to a re- go go to a restaurant and have the have the server tell me just don't worry about it. You got questions about the menu, don't worry about it. All right, yeah, I, 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 I think I'll jump in on that egg fight as well, too. And can we get a, a round of Caesars for the table as well? <laughs> <laughs> Extra dark. My specialty. How did you know what I just love to make? <laughs> cool. Okay, so you placed your order with a very accommodating bitter. <laughs> um, your Caesars arrive after another, like, 15 minutes, and then say, like, another 15 after that your egg flight which is exactly what it sounds like it's eggs of increasing size in floating (laughs) magnetic crystal egg cups oh shit (laughs) and so they float around and you can all take like little bites of each egg and uh they're like labeled with different like latin names of the stuff it came from wow once those are cleared away what was the lunch selection it was the aurora brunchialis yeah yeah yeah, yeah. (laughs) really a missed opportunity to order the grand crystal dejeuner de bouche but okay The staff arrive to organize your brunch at your table in the precise traditional way. So the table spins, and as it does, they lay down tray after tray. There are sweet components on the left, so fruit, sugar-coated nuts, segments of sap oozing branches from edible trees and bushes, and then savory components on the right, so like meats dyed in fantastical colors, short, sturdy Mm. noodles tossed in oil, and a myriad of vegetables. And then finally in the middle, sauces of all shades and textures. Um, Each diner is given a bowl of crystalline lettuce-like vegetable and a heavenly smelling loaf of bread. And while no utensils are served, looking around you, you can see that other tables are enjoying this delicacy and arranging the various ingredients onto the lettuce leaves or the bread slices in infinite combinations. And uh, brunch is served. I'm really grossed out by the description, (laughs) (laughs) lettuce-like. I I don't know what that means. It, it wasn't the dyed meat that did it for you? <laughs> no, no, no. That, that's, that's totally fine in my books. Yeah. I'm actually intrigued. Garbazine goes ham on all of this. <laughs> oh, yeah. Garbazine's there. Amazing. Cool. Just getting in there, huh? I've just never, I've never seen this much food, like, in one place at once. And and I, 
I feel like I'm allowed to eat it, right? You guys, it's it's okay if I eat this? I would yeah. recommend you do so slowly. You were vomiting about five minutes ago. Yeah, but I just have more room for it. Holy shit. Well, it's going to happen again if you don't. <laughs> it is. It most definitely is. And I am not cleaning it up. He's elbow deep in food now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Garbazine, I, I do think you need to take it a little easy there. See, okay. There's a, I, I see there's a little bakery over there. Maybe why don't you like, why don't you get up and just like... Walk over to the, the baker's stand and get yourself a little piece of bread, just a little digestive filler for you. And then we can have a moment here to ourselves. I don't see a bakery. <laughs> yeah, no, so you see, you see, there, there's a little, little hole in the wall there. You can see into the kitchen back there. I guarantee that's a bakery. There's, there, there's chefs, they have bread. His eyes narrow at you, <laughs> like very slowly. And there's like a little bit of lettuce like food sitting outside of his mouth, just like kind of hanging there. And he just like, there's an uncomfortable moment here. But he looks back to the kitchen and there does seem to be more food coming out. And he just kind of like looks at you and looks back and then like slowly squeaks his chair out and like walks <laughs> to the back. Great. All right. Yeah, I'm going to turn to my other two party members here i'm sorry to like maybe change the mood here but we're on a fast track back to mid moss at this moment right mm -hmm. oh i feel like you two should know this before you find out from somebody else this will probably come up in the next couple of days i haven't really told anybody this other than my good friend pacemaker who just the other day messaged me to come back to mid moss Crater's eyes are like turning blue as he's looking like pretty sad. What's up, Crater? Well, God, this is this is embarrassing too. About two years ago, when I was still up in Midmoss, the guys sent me out to to deliver a package to somebody that we never dealt with before. And when I got there, something went wrong. I don't really remember, but I remember I woke up about like three days later and. I was all out of sorts. How you feeling, Crater? Crater is definitely very, very upset at this moment. So as you're, you know, kind of struggling to get the story out, you can feel your feelings starting to rise and mingle and mix. And I'm going to have to have you roll a constitution saving. <laughs> uh, that's a nat 20. <laughs> <laughs> Please continue. That's a, that's, that's a good flight of eggs there. Yeah. <laughs> so after a few days, I... I realized that I was missing a part of me and I I've been trying to find another explanation for this but I don't see how this isn't related to your old friend Scavenge their riot. So Crater, you're saying that you were a victim of Scavenge and his people the way that several other androids have been. It looks that way. Yeah. Do you feel comfortable telling us what you lost. Yeah, so I actually don't know the anatomy of other types of androids, but in steam androids, it's a pretty common element called the limbic sensor, which is used to regulate your emotions and keep you calm, essentially. And that's that's what they they took out of me for whatever reason. And that's kind of what sent me spiraling over the last two years. As you describe the fact that this piece regulated your emotions, you're starting to feel them bubble and rise again. Roll me another one. Uh-oh. <laughs> that's a... What's a 12? <laughs> you're gonna die. 
You, I will say though that like you just barely managed to like get your words together and calm yourself down and collect your thoughts and continue this time. Do you remember how I was telling you I didn't know what my true name was? Mm-hmm. This was this piece that they took from me. This was something that my maker and my maker's maker and my maker's maker's maker had in them. This was this was a part that we would pass down to each other. I guess the idea being is yep. You pass down the best parts of yourself to your child. Make sure that they have at least some semblance of, I don't know, good in them. Is this why you never became a maker yourself, Crater? It is. Yeah. The the tradition was like when your maker passes this on, you write down the true name of your child. So when it was time for you to make a kid of your own near the end of your life, that's when, that's when you found out your true name. So... With, with that, that means somebody out there has a piece of me that has my true name written on it. I don't necessarily know what they could do with that information. Crater, this is intense. And like you said, no one but Pacemaker has heard this story. I'm going to have you roll one more time. It's a 25. Oh my God. <laughs> Can you describe how you're keeping it together in this moment? There's a lot of gulping. Like, I'm, like I think I'm having a physical reaction. Like, I'm definitely, like, swallowing all of my emotions at this moment. I, I, I do think, like, maybe the other two can feel the table getting warmer. I think Crater is, like, physically hotter at this moment as well, too. Well, you are very impressively keeping it together. Unbelievably so, in fact. So, Crater... This missing emotional regulator, is this the reason that you were in the forest eating cats? There's a squirrel, but... <laughs> right, right, a squirrel, sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's funny. Like, over the last two years, I feel like I have been able to control it a little bit better, but there was an 18-month period there where I didn't really have control. I blacked out frequently, and apparently ate a squirrel or a cat in the woods at one point and somebody saw me and that was not something you did before the incident no i I, not even just a little bit not a taste (laughs) no i i don't remember eating a squirrel but i know for a fact i would never eat a cat i love cats (laughs) real life is bleeding into your character (laughs) (laughs) i'm honestly sorry i brought it up before i didn't mean to i don't know make you feel awful about that i I, honestly that's it's kind of funny (laughs) It's 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 embarrassing. Um, but you have nothing to be embarrassed of, Crater. You were a victim here. Mm-hmm. What what am I good for if I can't defend people? Right? Like, look at me. I still can. I mean, you've you been have. doing a pretty good job of defending us this whole time. So I can't regulate my emotions. I don't even think I've experienced all of the emotions that I can feel. Okay, I I I felt like you two deserved to know this because I think there's going to be some crater baggage coming up pretty quick here. Crater, I mean, you know, there's a chance that we go to Midmoss and we deal with this whole scavenge business and we get your missing piece back. That's good to know going in so that, you know, if, if anybody does have that piece of you, that piece of information about your true name, that we can go in knowing that we can go in being more careful with our wits about us to keep you safe. I, I, I realize that this is your ex-boyfriend, Riot, but <laughs> we gotta kill this fucker. Absolutely. 100%. I'm so sorry this happened to you. Can you pass the Tabasco? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
the Tabasco has solemnly been passed. And it's a good thing that you had this like extremely nourishing brunch because that was some heavy, heavy shit. But it is a really good brunch. In fact, it's the best brunch you've ever tasted in your entire life. Everything is like just perfectly in season and from the local area and like insanely nourishing. And you hear people at the other tables say that like the crops are fey touched and, you know, perhaps somewhere in town, somebody has a garden that the fey tend to. And honestly, what I'm getting at here is that y'all have the equivalent of a long rest (laughs) as a result (laughs) of this amazing brunch. And, uh, you know, you feel like empowered in a way that perhaps you were not before. And this is me saying that y'all also have leveled up over brunch. (laughs) It's just a bonkers brunch. Oh, uh, hey, Crater, this egg is a little underdone. Would you mind? And I just point to his boiler. Oh. Can I just can I just pop that in there real quick? <laughs> I just I I like it. I like it over medium, you know. And it's over easy. Hey, any, anything for you, kiddo? And I, I'll no. I'll open up my boiler. You can you can do it like a like a marshmallow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> an egg over an egg over a campfire. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, that's the way. Yes. Fitters definitely gives you side eye from across the. <laughs> I also just love that this feels like the equivalent of like blowing on Celestine's soup for him. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that egg is cooking. And uh, while it's happening, I think that, Riot, you hear a little from your pay up. Mm, All right. All right. So you open her up. And as expected, it's a message from Enigmata Mm -hmm. getting back to you about that video that you sent her. And it reads, hey, boss, just got a butthole of hits on that video I put up and narrowed it down to the cloudiest. Uh, people in the comments are mentioning a lot of different parties, but the Royal Soul Maceta State, the Moth Museum, and the Luminous Opera House seem like the biggest deals. So apparently people break into the museum to take drugs and party every year. It sounds edgier than it is. It's basically tradition at this point. The museum staff prepare for it. Uh, the Opera House hosts a performance every equinox, but the performers always kept secret. And the Soul Maceta Estate is like this really gorgeous castle. There's an exclusive party held every equinox in the inner courtyard. We got some coy press releases from a few places, but the soul mosaics didn't reach out officially. However, there was a personal message from Ms. Mara. Sending now. Riot. It's good to hear you're in town. What a fun night we had last time. I'm sure you've gotten a lot of explicit invitations that must absolutely bore you. I just wanted to send a friendly note to make it clear that you are not invited to the soul mosaic equinox party. Don't even try to break in. Unfortunately, we're impenetrable. And admission requires a badge that was sent out to guests weeks ago. Oh, what a shame. I'm sure you understand. Happy Equinox. Ugh. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so mad. I don't even care about this, like, estate, whatever whatever the fuck it was. I don't even, it doesn't even matter. Is she negging you, maybe? Well, I thought that she was trying to encourage you to break in and let you know that a pass was required and it seemed to me that she is helping you i don't know i'm just so tired of everything being so difficult i just want to go to a party (laughs) (laughs) but i guess if it, it does sound really really enticing did you all catch that did you all catch those those options for our parties here 
Can we have the rundown one more time, DM? So there was the Royal Solmazade Estate, the Moth Museum, and the Luminous Opera House. So the museum is the one that gets broken into, quote unquote, but everyone expects it. Uh, the Luminous Opera House hosts a performer that is kept secret. And then the Royal Solmazade Estate is like the Equinox party, the big one. So if it's the biggest party, then that's most likely where the person who can create the teleportation circle is going to be, right? That's right. Like, is that the type of party that your scrapper crew would typically typically go to? Like, I don't know if as a option for the other ones is I don't know if a bunch of strung out scrappers would be allowed into like an estate like that if they were right to a teleportation whereas circle. something like the moth museum um let's say that garbazine wandered back over and heard that <laughs> i was just gonna say oh. yeah Gar- garbazine wanders over and he's yeah. uh, got a mouthful of breads breads stuffs um and as he sits down he's just like okay uh update i did a little sleuthing around while you guys were chit-chatting and i found out that there are three major parties in the city <laughs> one the moth museum okay it typically gets broken into yeah but I, pro- i'm sorry to, we, we we do have you're doing the moth museum the Solmazade Estate and the Luminous Opera House, right? No. <laughs> what? Sorry, that was a dick move on my part. No, I heard of other parties, but whatever. The ones you guys found sound fine. <laughs> whatever. You know what? I'm sorry. I yeah, I was totally in the wrong there. Uh, we actually wanted to ask you about them. We want to ask your opinion on them. M- me? Yeah, like... Do any of these call out to you as to what, like the tip, the type of party that you would typically attend where you would find this teleportation circle? Uh, well, like I said, uh, th- the place that we came through, it's not, not in the list. I guess they're not having a, an event or at least not a big event tonight. Mm-hmm. So I'm not overly familiar with any of these and it, it honestly could be any of them. I'm not sure. I mean, the, the Moth Museum, there's like a lot of places to hide. The Luminous Opera House, the thing is, is that everybody goes into one room. So there's lots of open rooms. The estate, I mean, that place is a freaking castle. So it there's a lot of places that it could be hidden there too. It, it, I feel like it, it could be any of these. How many times have you gone through one of the circles? Uh, more than 10, less than 20. What were the kinds of places that you came through? Were, were they all, was there like a through line to them? Were they similar at all? Are they all different? Well, all of the circles in Viridesia have been at parties because that seems to be mm-hmm. where people are. And it's not it's not weird that they're the people are like coming in and coming out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. In places that are less remote, usually it's in like a warehouse or something like that. So nothing too, too over the top. Every time I've come through here, like I said, huge party. So the fact that it's the equinox just means that we have more options. Mm-hmm. Right. I... I think this party with Miss Mara, it sounds the most enticing. Right? Yeah, I know. And and it, if it's not there, then maybe we can talk to Miss Mara and she might be able to help us. Mm-hmm. It's so annoying how tricky it's going to be. Is there a chance that it's some sort of trap that Miss Mara is de- deliberately trying to entice you to that party for some reason of her own? Mm. I had thought about that for sure. You got an invite? Uh, no, not in so many words. So, all right. Well, here's the other thing that I can tell you is that every time we've gone through a circle from Viridesia to elsewhere, we've gone in legit, if that makes sense. Like, it's not like they, they make us a secret door that we can go into or whatever. Like, we we kind of waltz in as if we're supposed to be there. Mm. So I guess what I'm saying is... 
Are we just walking in? I feel like that wouldn't really be the case with this Solmazade estate. We'd need a badge. We'd need... Multiple. We'd need some way to get ourselves one of those invite badges. Could we hang out by the party entrance, steal one off somebody, and then forge a couple? Like, I don't... I'm I'm looking at Riot. (laughs) That's possible. I wonder if it would be to our advantage for me to be recognized or to our detriment. Mm. I could go in disguise or... I could see what comes our way if we just if I just stand outside with the group of you. What about you there, uh, Garbanzo? What are you? Uh, <laughs> what What are your special skills? Do you have anything? Can you contribute in any way here besides just telling us, you know, that all of these might be the possibility? Um. Well. Uh. I mean, my thing was that I could help you, like, with the circle. I feel like that was sort of the deal. And it's early. I mean, what's the harm in checking out some of the places, getting a vibe? Like going to the other ones. Uh, I'm pretty quick with, you know, checking around to see if I can find something. All right. That sounds like an option. So you're saying we should party hop? Mm. I'm not not saying that. All right, DMs, cue cue the montage. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody's working for the weekend. (laughs) <laughs> Celestine just tries on a bunch of hats. Ryan <laughs> <laughs> Crater just shaking their heads until the perfect one. <laughs> As you kind of like have this idea proposed, Celestine, I want you to roll me a history check. Mm, it's not related to magical, alchemical, or technological items, is it? I would say yes. Yeah. It's tangentially related, yes. All right. Then I get to double my proficiency bonus. Oh, that's a 10. That's exactly the DC that I said. Hey, damn right. <laughs> um, because, like, you would, you know, probably be aware that, like, I mean, as mentioned, Viridesia is the city of, of, you know, iridescent stone and crystals, and they mine the Magna Quartz. So you are suddenly kind of aware that a lot of these locations would house items like diamonds. Okay. They would house items like diamonds. Now, are, do I are diamonds going to be useful to us in this endeavor? Or? Just the fact that you've leveled up and you've recently mm-hmm. picked up a very famous spell that has a component. <laughs> of yeah. Diamonds. Okay. I was I was trying to see if there was any other any other other reason. Uh, I mean, who it, doesn't but... love diamonds? Actually, though. Suppose... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In this world, diamonds are problem free. <laughs> <laughs> and a girl's best friend. That's right. <laughs> I have a question, DMs. Um, since Viridesia is a party city, is the party culture slightly different? Is it slightly more all-encompassing than a typical city? Like, you know, in typical cities, parties are kind of held for the nighttime, but because it's so integrated into the culture, could is it is it an all-day affair? Like, if we're going to the, like, is, is something potentially going on at these places, like, right now? Roll me another super easy history check with, like, a 10 DC <laughs> again. Oh, oh, no. oh no, six. Six? Um, okay, well, I would say that it's, yeah, like, you can tell that people are already partying. Um, you've heard that people tend to party just, like, all day long around the equinox. There is another tidbit, but we'll see what happens later. <laughs> Fair enough, okay. <laughs> all right. What time is it right now? Let's say it's, like, four. Okay. All right, folks. Well, here's what I think. And uh, feel free to tell me if I'm off base here but i think we go to one of the two easier parties to get into and if we don't find what we're looking for then we start looking for people that have been invited to mesmera's party because if we're not going to be the only ones party hopping so if we can 
get a badge off of a different party goer somewhere else, then we may be able to get into the big one. Absolutely. I mean, is there merit to going to both, to both the Moth Museum and the Opera House and seeing if there's anybody there with badges in the meantime? Yeah, we could we could steal enough badges, get the four of us in there. Yeah. Or, I mean, Riot could steal enough badges to get the I, four yeah. of us in there. <laughs> yeah, I don't you think know it, Natasha. Picking any pockets. So as you kind of, like, fall upon that tenuous plan, uh, Riot, you hear another, like, from your pip. This time it's a voice message from Lux. For the love of God, kid, you're killing me. You disappear for days, then resurface in Viridesia like nothing happened. Do you understand how many strings I had to pull? I've been afraid to even message you in case some deep low got a hold of your pip. <sighs> okay. Okay. Oh, look, I'm sorry. We're good. Just make it up to me, will ya? Try to do something wild enough to get you some new brand sponsors tonight, yeah? Oh my god. What a dick. <laughs> I love this guy. <laughs> do we know who that was oh yeah i'm not sure i've heard that name before i haven't uh spoken of him so <laughs> his name is lux booker he's the curationist and he's kind of my guy on the inside when it comes to anything to do with uh parties with the royals etc anything that's kind of important he's my person and we have an understanding like i scratch his back he scratches mine he keeps the diplos off my back that kind of thing was this the gentleman that got us into riscotech yeah i mean he kind of is my my everything in guy so yeah is there anything that this lux can do to secure us access to the big party i don't know how far, how far his reach is in viridesia but it's worth a shot I wonder if I can ask him in code, because I wouldn't want this to Ooh. fall into the wrong hands. You know what? Yeah, fuck it. I'm gonna send him a send him a message back. So I'll be like, Lux, baby. You know I'm just keeping things interesting. I'm excited to see that you're in Viridesia. I'm here only for the best parties, and I'm sure you'll see me around. And you know that we're gonna cook up some mischief. That's good enough. For some sponsorship eyes. Uh, if you get your eyes on any kind of accessories for outfits that might be especially intriguing, um, something that Mesmera might wear, would you please just send me a message? You know where to find me. Kiss, kiss. Ooh. Is right. That was very impressive. You asked a question <laughs> without actually asking the question. I, <laughs> I feel like I learned so much just just being near you. <laughs> it's it, You can't really say anything in this world to get ahead, you know? Celestine takes out a notepad, just starts writing, mm -hmm. can't say anything. Yeah. Just be vague and sexy. <laughs> well, are you two ready for um, possible hijinks? Uh, well, um... Yes, I think it's been it's been several hours since hijinks and and uh, I'm full and oh dear I fully forgot the egg inside Crater's boiler I think that is well and <laughs> oh, done now that's, oh. that's over hard yeah it is I'll I will clean this up later Crater I don't think we have the time right now but uh, I will I will give you a good scrub down Crater what happened to the egg uh, I think it's just a black mass inside of my boiler at this point. <laughs> Honestly, Celestine, this thing has kind of cleaned itself. It is, I'll, I'll just leave it going for a couple more hours and it'll it'll be gone. It's Shit, fine. can I get a picture of that? You want a picture of inside of me? Uh, that. Is, is that okay? I don't know where I stand on this. I, I, mean, I mean, no one's ever asked for that before. but I just want a picture of the egg, but we can 
move it. I'll uh, I'll creak open my boiler. <laughs> this is Android pornography. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll zoom in real and I'll blur everything around it so that <laughs> we don't know what's going. On. I just want I just want to like put this in my brunch album that I'm going to put up at five o'clock. Oh yeah, it's just yeah. like you know, it's just like one of the slides or whatever. <laughs> yeah, but okay. Make sure make sure you blur out all the edges, like like you said. Yeah. Otherwise, otherwise you'll break the terms of service. On, yeah, on premises are no good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> burnt egg and tag the restaurant <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ew. that's such a power fucking move as you're taking a picture of this egg uh i want all of you to roll me a perception oh net 20 oh shit Ooh. 13 uh it's only a 10 okay um riot you for sure notice out of the corner of your eye just kind of a familiar sight that you've grown very used to picking up uh because it happens all the time um, many of the patrons of this restaurant now have their pips pointed towards y'all's table, and there's a little bit of murmur, murmur happening. No one seems like they're going to come over, but they've definitely noticed y'all. Oh, shit. I mean, it's flattering. But it also <laughs> may be a little more attention than we want right at this moment. I know. I know. We should go. I just had a thought here. Uh, we should probably go pretty quick. I don't, yeah. know if it's a, I don't know if it's a good idea to be photoed with uh, old garbage over here. Old garbage. <laughs> <laughs> what? Nothing bad. Um, yeah, exactly. Let's, uh, let's get the hell out of here. All right. Well, um, now that it's time to get paid, Bitters is there right away. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. I'm so glad you enjoyed your meal. I assume you did. Here's the bill. It's $400 for brunch. Jesus. Oh, oh I assume that. <laughs> Ms. Riot ate for free being who she was. <laughs> it's okay. I got this. Do you do, do you got this? <laughs> I don't know if I have money. <laughs> you all have the money. We were we were paid for yeah. my Yeah, for you my guys job. got paid for the I haven't, I haven't used any money so far. I only have three hundred and twenty dollars. So uh yeah, that's that's about right. We I think we we split a thousand three ways. Mm-hmm. I see. Can anybody uh Pitch in a little bit. Yeah, I'll I'll pitch in 150. Of course, yes, 150. Of course. Okay. Here you go with a decent tip. You'll find. I sure will. Thank you. Please come back to Viridesia. I hope the next place I pick up a job, I don't see you. <laughs> so pleasant. That was unpleasant. I'm now I feel bad about the amount of tip we gave. <laughs> you never know. You never know when it's going to come back around. I suppose she did take care of burbles. <laughs> I mean, right. take care That's of generous. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's, he, he went back to live with all of the other isopedes, right? On a, yeah. on a, on a farm. On a farm. Isopede on a, farm, on a right? hag farm upstate. <laughs> <laughs> so happy. I like to think that he's chasing Aqualung around right now. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Oh, what's this? Another. Jesus. Okay. <laughs> Check it out. Oh, God, I already said, you're killing me, kid. Listen, um, why don't you cook up a couple appearances and uh, just make yourself known, and maybe that could help with the brand sponsorships, and maybe I can help you find uh, what you need to wear. Oh, my God. All right, so I think we're in good hands here, folks. All we need to do is uh, make ourselves very known as we go. We just need to go to some parties. Go to some parties. Garbazine, are you down to be as stealthy as possible and also maybe act like you don't know us when we're in the places? No offense. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's like my whole thing. I think I think you're right, 
I mean, if you guys deal with the like getting in, I can deal with the like scouting around. That's totally my thing. And we'll cook up mischief in the meantime. Love it. Sounds fun. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll grab the last remaining pitcher of Caesars and I'll scull it and slam <laughs> it back on the table. Okay, yeah, I'm ready to party. Did you post on Pip the brunch? I'm going to do it at 5 p.m. Okay. Yeah, hopefully J Detective is keeping an eye on things. We'll see. What time is it now, DM? Uh, 4.20. Hey. <laughs> Celestine's alarm goes off and he, and he, and he lights up again. <laughs> you also recall that y'all had like a standing 5 p.m. date with uh, Linger at the pit port. Oh, mm. shit. Let's not burbles Linger now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. God. We suck at this. Just leave him in the bathroom of this brunch restaurant for bitters to find. <laughs> so long and thanks for all the blinks. <laughs> all right. Well, that's an awkward amount of time. Should we go over that way first to meet Linger? Oh, did I say 420? I meant 445. <laughs> oh, great. Perfect. Neat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's go meet up with our old friend Linger. All right, so y'all exit. Again, just a refresher. Uh, the town's been flooded somehow. Um, you sort of like note that it is a lake. Uh, it's a bit unusual for it to be like straight up flooded, but no one seems concerned. They're like dancing around in the streets wearing their gauzy outfits. And uh, you weave your way around them and make them back to the port where Linger is handsomely waiting. I just want to throw it out there that I think Celestine is definitely keeping an eye on uh, Garbazine to make sure that he doesn't try to just like fucking make a getaway. Noted. I think also like because you're keeping an eye on him, he looks pretty like he's got like a hunched over posture, looking pretty nervous just in the way that like he looks uncomfortable being in a place like this where typically he'd probably come in for business and like do the business and then leave. And now he's like, walking around and being seen and and it's just like he looks like he's unfamiliar and sort of like uncertain in this place yes my heart breaks for it (laughs) (laughs) no it's starting to grow on me a little bit (laughs) similar past i get it i don't know i get it just wait for him to fuck us over next episode though and then we'll hate him again yeah there's always space for that (laughs) do we have a a quick moment before we meet up with linger i i need to just there's just something quick i need to do if i could just have a quick private moment absolutely i think uh celestine just like ducks into into like a little alley or something like that and uh and touches the um the metal disc on his belt and and brings up his star chart and (gasps) starts (gasps) like just studies the star chart a little bit um and he's been doing this for the last you know here and there i don't think we've we've covered it a ton in episodes but i think celestine sort of since uh first getting the star chart he used to look at it a lot spend nights staring at his at his star chart when he was with mom pa he's been staring at it a lot lately just sort of examining it and i think something kind of like clicks into place when he does he just understands the chart a little better this is the 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 cosmic omen feature that i i just got at level six so i'm i get to roll a die and if it's even then i can add a d6 as a reaction uh to somebody's roll if it's odd i can subtract a d6 uh, as a reaction to somebody's roll a few times today cool uh that was an even roll so that's that is the the wheel result as opposed to the woe result so yeah as a reaction i can add a d6 for a few of you guys um 
not not before you roll the die so i kind of have to guess but uh still fun it's fucking awesome and i all right so i'll rejoin my folks okay uh folks i just uh well i took a look at the stars essentially and well i think it's gonna be a a good day it's a it's a good omen kind of day so uh all right here we go nice with those wonderful omens um you you complete your journey to the pit port uh and again linger waiting handsomely uh how was brunch oh it was divine emotional (laughs) emotional and divine huh jesus did you bring me anything oh oh god (laughs) uh crater has some egg for you (laughs) you got some egg for me buddy yeah it it needs it's one of those fancy eggs that needs to sit for 24 hours oh yeah like a marinated egg yeah one of those (laughs) marinated eggs nice 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 cool so yeah uh remind me tomorrow and i'll give you that egg okay oh sure um okay i mean tomorrow huh what what's the uh what's the news what's the word i i dropped effigy off i'm i'm not too keen on leaving her for too long by herself to be honest but uh the specters seem to be taking good care of her did she wake up at all no no she didn't wake up i'm sorry that's all right we'll uh we'll figure it out so we found out about three different parties that are our best bets at this point and we're thinking of going to uh all of them, if we can. The third is a bit trickier to get into, but we're on it. We have some leads. Um, so we're thinking of starting our way that way now. I mean, you're welcome to join us, but I, I don't know if you want to leave Effigy for that long. Yeah, to be honest, I'm uh, I'm not too keen on leaving her, uh, you know, just based on what's happened in the past, you know, 24 hours. Uh, I'm not entirely confident that uh, no one else is going to come for her. So if, if it's okay with you guys, I think I will wait at the Spectre tent. Well, and that's to say then, Linger, that if we find this teleportation circle, you will not be joining us. I just don't see any way around it. I can't bring Effigy with me. Then where can we find you, assuming that we recover Effigy's leg and, and whatnot? Are you just going to stay here? I mean, I could stay here, wait for word. Um, you know, I, what do you guys want to do? We could meet somewhere else. Uh, I don't know, you know, all this intrigue and uh, activity and so many people. It's, it's a bit of out of my uh, out of my range. Please tell me that uh, that like we have to keep stopping here and there to in, in the midst of our conversation because drunk party goers are constantly trying to hit on linger. <laughs> <laughs> Married man, get out of here. Uh, I, I mean, like, do we want to just meet back here at like midnight, or is that too early? I don't know. It's hard to say. We might have to move really quickly. Yeah, if you find that teleportation circle, I mean, we can come and meet, but are you going to be able to get back to it? So, I mean, we might have to just go for it. Well, I mean, if Linger, if you're not joining us um, through the teleportation circle, then I think it's a risk to come back. And I, I, I feel like this is, well, this may be where we part ways until we return from Midmoss. What does everyone think? Well, yeah, that's a good, like, that's a good point. I don't know if we're going to take Effigy with us to Midmoss to fight and get her leg back, right? I agree. It doesn't seem safe. I think I got to agree. Um, thing is, is that I am duty bound to protect Effigy. The whole Effigy is more important to me than the foot. So I think, I think I trust you guys. I mean, we've been through a lot and, uh, I don't know. Do you want me to wait in Veridesia? Do you want me to go back to the blink brush? Is there a way we can get a message to you? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, basically just contact Tudor Spruce and she'll get a message to me. All right. Well, then uh, 
then I, I suppose you can you can be wherever you are safest, wherever you can protect Effigy the best. If we can get a message to you, then that's fine. Alrighty. Okay. Well, okay. I don't love it, but I love it better than other stuff that's been going on. Yeah, I think this is the best plan that's available to us. And, uh, you know, I don't love it, but I trust you guys. And you know what? I love you. Oh, well, that is uh, that's very generous of you. Linger. You know what? I love you, too. Oh. All right, before <laughs> I start crying, I'm going to get out of here back to Effigy. Just, uh, you know, if, you, if you're if you at any creation point, you should be able to get a message to Spruce at the other one, and uh, she'll come and find me. All right. Okay. All right. Best of luck to you, then, Linger. Come here, you handsome bastard. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> and he just, like, freaking pummels India with, like, a massive hug. Celestine goes in for a hug, and then, like, Tucks a joint in Linger's shirt pocket and just, just whispers <laughs> in his ear, yeah. that's, that's for later. <laughs> thanks a lot, young guy. Ms. Riot, thanks for saving us up there. Both of you, thanks for saving us. And, uh, well, best of luck to you. I believe in you. Oh. And he he's off. That is one handsome man. <laughs> All right. Can I propose that we go to the museum first? I really want to go to the Moth Museum. <laughs> I, you know, I want to break something. So the mothball. The, the mothball. Moth ah! Oh my god! Oh my god. <laughs> what have we done? A bunch of motherfuckers yeah. up in here. Oh yes. <laughs> so it's oh. gonna be the mothball, and uh, I guess you like maybe stop someone in the street who's just like, oh yeah, it's this way, we, and they like point you in the right direction. Why does everyone sound like this in this town? <laughs> <laughs> it's a Viridesia thing. They're all on helium. Inhalated. <laughs> the water that's floating in the streets has a small amount of helium that's coming off of it and everyone gets a little that's giddy. <laughs> Jay will edit that in on top of all of your voices. In this. <laughs> I, would, I would love to go to a party with that. Like, helium party. Yeah. Everyone passes out in 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. People get really sick. Yeah. Wee. Wee. Oh, sorry, I'm late, guys. I was just off doing charity. What's up? How are those kids doing with the lack of water and whatnot that you were helping? Well, they're all rich now. <laughs> you helped. I did it. Well, it's great to have you here, B. We were just here drinking some beers and uh, talking about what the weirdest Halloween costume is that we've ever had. Dang, that sounds intense. You know, it kind of sounds like a really good question for recommendations. Recommendations? It sounds so fun. It is fun. What is it even? I am so glad you asked. Recommendations is actually a segment in the bonus content episode of Planet Arcana called Recharge that is exclusive on the Planet Arcana Patreon. Recharge also is a place where the DMs and players discuss the events of the previous two episodes and get a little weird. Whoa, sounds like something that I want to be a part of. Well, you can be. What does $10 a month get you, for example? $10 a month actually gets you the extra content episode we were just talking about, Recharge. But it also gets you all the previous tiers. <laughs> what do I do if that's too expensive? Well, if you can only spare $5 a month, you still get some pretty cool stuff. You get the episode a day early, ad-free, so you, so you don't have to listen to bullshit like this. You also get all digital downloads, and all of the songs are uploaded directly to Patreon, so you can download them and rock out with your cocks out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> And you know, B, if you can't commit to a monthly subscription, we also have a coffee where you basically tip us if you like the show. And-
And B, you know, the more patrons we have, the more we can start to focus on stuff like merch and eventually more content. Holy crap. <laughs> How do, where do I go to get involved in this? Like, I gotta go now. You can hit us up at planetarcana.com. Also at patreon.com slash planetarcana. Also, any of our social media. It's at Planet Arcana Pod on all the things. Also, telling your friends and leaving reviews is so, so helpful. So, B, you came back with a round of beer for us, right? Yeah, here's some beers and uh, one extra Dark Caesar for you, Sean. Ooh. Those are the kinds of details that I'm looking forward to getting when I become a patron. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Back, back to, to the, the show. show. Back to the show. Well, um, yeah, the helium person's gone. Um, and you make your way over to the moth. Um, I would say it's about like a 20-minute walk where you from where you are. Mm-hmm. Um, and as you round the corner, you behold it. And it is something to behold. Hundreds of sculpted fey creatures scale the walls and perch on the roof of the museum. Actually, let's have everybody roll me a little history check. Ten. Ten for me, too. Uh, ten. Whoa. Cool. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Museum of Thurlush Fay. It's like one of the more famous buildings on the Fifth Collide, so I won't give you the nitty-gritty, but you recall that like Fay have were said to have started popping up in the Fifth Collide like thousands of years ago during an Empress cycle. And it's kind of like where the blink brush got its name and became what it is today. The museum has like it's known for housing like many renowned items. Uh, I would love to tell them all, but I'm going to pick one fancy one because of the tens. In fact, yes, one of their most famous items that you recall is a phonograph that plays a true recorded sirens call in a controlled space. But there are all kinds of other treasures there, and uh, yeah, you see people breaking in to various different doors where like staff are there welcoming them and shit. Cool. Yeah, this is awesome. <laughs> So we're allowed to break into this one. It's encouraged, I think. Can I scope out the largest window that I could see on the side? <laughs> My of God. Music? Okay. I would say that by the entrance, like, it's, there's like a pair of doors that are obviously the main entrance to the museum. They're very stately, large doors. And in an arch all around, like, encircling the door is a large window. <laughs> entrance window. Entrance window. Do you guys want to... <laughs> make an entrance <laughs> is is this a is this a just a, a a jump through this window or are you gonna chuck something through this window and walk through i think this is a jump through a window scenario after you big boy you know what i didn't realize how much i needed to do this until this very moment but i'm very excited all of a sudden i'm gonna put a shoulder down and i am going to run as fast as i can i'm gonna give you a little pat on the back as you do and cast guidance <laughs> Okay, so there are people lining up and just being let into this main door. Um, they're all, you can hear them chatting like, oh, we're breaking in, huh? And joking about it. A couple of people probably like, you know, starting to look over at your party because Riot's there. And then you break into a run at this window. Um, and time kind of freezes and like everyone sort of looks over at you. And I'm going to have you roll a strength check and it's gonna be high and and you're gonna get a d4 to that is this a strength saving throw or just a strength check i don't think it'd be a saving throw like like athletics maybe yeah that's fine that's fine okay. yeah do athletics okay but you have to describe something athletic though well i'm <laughs> i'm i'm rushing like a linebacker uh just <laughs> as fast as i can 
like my shoulders are about two feet in front of my feet, just head down, going as fast as I can. Uh, and I rolled a 23. Oh Is that with the D4 okay. for guidance? Uh, so that's a 25 then. Okay. <laughs> yep. Um, I had set the DC at 20. I should have known better. <laughs> You start stampeding and like people just make it out of the way in time and you hit the window and like for a second you just sort of step back and like hold your head because it doesn't seem to have broken and everyone's looking at you and then this seam appears (laughs) and goes all the way up and then bursts into a million little cracks and goes all the way around the edge of the arched window and then just fucking shatters into a building (laughs) and the staff kind of look at you and like one of them was like holding on a brochure to you when you did this and they're just like i'm gonna step through the the broken window i'll grab the brochure do a nod towards the staff and then turn back to right and celestine and do a wave like come on oh my god okay Okay, um i love it when he does that that's so hot you can hear that behind you they're like they're they're like yelling about like get the get the manager get the what what the what the hell you know what can you throw roll me a performance check on that one too <laughs> wait did we do something wrong i thought we were supposed to break into the place <laughs> yeah no doing. it's great it's fantastic you're making a scene and it's great yeah I'm roll me a performance oh i may i maybe should have saved that guidance for this um <laughs> uh it's an 11 all right i would say that like half of the people just kind of like roll their eyes at you and like the other half are like all right cool and like give a little like smattering of applause as the staff is like desperately trying to get the glass off of everywhere can i roll a little stealthy for garbazine to kind of go in his own way and start checking like casing the joint fabulous idea oh and do it with advantage because that was a hell of a distraction okay cool because mm-hmm. i did roll a four on oh, the first good. oh my god <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck uh, 25. Okay. Sweet. You can go anywhere you want to go without notice in from this first entrance room into the museum. So I think that when Crater does that, Garvazine looks over to Riot and Celestine and just kind of like does a uh, spur of the moment nod at them to indicate like, okay, we're doing it. And then he goes in one of the doors where people are just lined up to get it <laughs> um, and, st- and starts, you know, just, just he disappears into the museum. Uh, what are the other Great. two of you doing? Oh, fucking follow Crater just like absolutely walk through like we're meant to be there <laughs> so you enter the entrance way and like people are kind of like picking around the glass now and going like what the fuck no one's ever <laughs> no one's ever taken it so seriously oh my god inside the main entrance you see like a full green dragon skeleton suspended from the ceiling and like a few other displays that you're not really quite close enough to read what they are damn should we look around and see what we can further mess up in here? I suppose so. I, I mean, our purpose here then is primarily to allow Garbazine to see if he can find out anything about a circle while we sort of create a bit of a distraction and do what we want to do. Cause a ruckus. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, I'm, I'm sure that we are well on our way to a ruckus. Well on our way to the ruckus. It's a song <laughs> of your album. that's great can i look through the brochure is there anything in there talking about like a maybe like a relics display or anything that's like dedicated to the arcana at this museum good question 
Okay, so in the brochure, it does mention that phonograph. Um, it also mentions that there is a display uh, that houses like a range of unicorn horns, and then also a garden gnome that was owned by the ruling regent of the Fae Explosion. In terms of relics, that's not really the focus of this particular museum. This isn't really like a, a spiritual-related museum. It's more like focused on the history of this area. Gotcha. So like Fae stuff. Cool. Hilweva. It does outline their main exhibition, which is Biodiversity and the Fae Influence. Uh, it has, like, you know, various reconstructed and stuffed um, creatures of the Fae, like the giant sloth with the hook hands, for example. You recognize that right away with horror. Um, g- gator griffs. Who can get enough? <laughs> and, you know, flora, fauna. There's There's quite a bit of stuff listed. That's the main exhibit that they've got right now. I think Celestine's interested in enough in that stuff, enough in, like, wildlife and things like that to take a little cruise around that exhibit to see if there's any sort of, like, I don't know, anything interesting. Uh, I'd like to mention that the gator griffs are animatronic. Oh my god, it's like Chuck E. Cheese? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Are they all playing in a little band? <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Oh god. Yeah. Absolutely. One is awkwardly propped up on its hind yeah. uh, claws, and it's like got two symbols in its hand, like one of those yeah. monkeys, oh and it's God. just like clapping them together. <laughs> really obnoxious. Welcome to moth. <laughs> yeah. It's a big moth ball. So wait, are there moths in this museum? No, it's an acronym for a oh Museum of Thoroughlush Fay. I love it. Okay, so however, before you can like actually get in too far into the exhibit, there's a bit of like a, I mean, it's technically supposed to be closed right now so they've got like a bit of a barrier that's made of some like flora and fauna and like the rest of it is behind it's kind of designed to like mimic the look of a forest can i take a wander around or is it or is it closed to the public it seems to be closed off right like it's yeah that there's like an entanglement of shrubbery sort of blocking off the rest of the exhibit um you you may need like the animatronic gator griffs are like hanging out on the side and then there's like the unicorn horn display and then like further inwards there's more stuff but it's blocked off by this entanglement are there like staff watching this area right now roll me a stealth and i'll roll perception for all the staff (laughs) oh Oh, that's uh i haven't i've been rolling I don't think I've rolled anything above a 10, so that's a 6. Okay, well, the staff rolled a nat 90. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, so when one of them just kind of comes up and is like, uh, I, I uh, couldn't help but notice that you broke in through the window. I just want to caution you that uh, it, it is quite difficult to get back there without physical harm. So, you know, I don't want to fuck with you. Don't get me wrong. I'm out of here. Goodbye. F- what does that mean, physical harm? It means we're not liable if you try to get back there. Goodbye. Well, that didn't sound like a no. That just sounded like an enter at your own risk. <laughs> Where's an aqua when, when you need him? <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you fools throw me a nature check? Oh, yuck. 18. Nice. 10 again. It's a two. Two. Damn. Okay, so the 18's going to do it. Celestine... Um, in your like readings uh, about the fifth collide, you do recognize uh, a couple of these vines and like growths on the vines. These suckers are screamus fly traps. <laughs> Sorry, what kind of fly traps? Screamus fly traps. Screamus fly traps. Cool. Yeah, and like they they're a bit nasty. You okay. know, they're like they're like tangly tangly boys. Well, do we think it's worth 
braving the scream as fly traps to see whatever's behind here? Is it is it worth our time or should we take our attention elsewhere? I mean, I do wonder about following the party and the most people, but this could be a good lead for something conspicuous. Might answer some questions about some of these animals we've been seeing too. Might see a giant hummingbird. Oh, that is a good point. Okay. Uh, is it the right time? Should we just get in there now? I mean, let's just go in real quick. We'll be we'll be two minutes in and out. All right. Celestine will head on in, try and push past these screamish fly traps. Mm, okay. So you head in, you try to push past, you're sort of like giving them a tentative little shove as you step into them. Uh, roll me a strength saving throw, my friend. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> 13. You step a toe in and like almost immediately something like tightens around your foot and goes, ah! <laughs> like, <laughs> lifts you up and just kind of like flings you back to where you're standing. <laughs> awesome. Do you two want to want a piggyback ride? Yeah, daddy. <laughs> oh, yes, please. Honestly, since the first time I saw you charge somewhere, I, I knew that I wanted to be on your back when you <laughs> so did so. All right, oink, oink. Hop on, kiddos. All right. So show me, describe to me how this works. Like, are you sharing the back, whereas, like, Celestine on riots on Crater's back? <laughs> I think we can share a shoulder each, maybe. Yeah, I think yeah. That, I think he's got pretty broad shoulders. We'll get up a shoulder each. I think Riot is, like, my right bicep and Celestine's my left bicep. <laughs> like, riding them <laughs> wow. like a swing. Celestine's fully got his cowboy hat in the air. Yeah! <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. All right. So you're gonna step in again. You see the you see them screamish bulbs regarding you. Throw me roll me a strength saving throw. Ooh. Um. Here, I'll give you a d6 on this. Yeah, that'd be great. Add a, add a d6. Ooh, a six. So that's 24 total then. Oh shit. Oh. Okay. Well, I mean, they try to entangle you, and they're a little bit frustrated. They're like, ah, 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 as you go through. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but uh, you you manage to like shake them off and uh, it's not a very far bramble Um, you make it through Uh, you see that like one of the staff members kind of like sees that you've done that and like looks a little like they don't know what to do but uh, you've made it into the inner area of the display it's rather dark but there's like little backlit things that show you the way you see the giant reconstructed sloth with hook hands um there's something uh next to that you look down at the tag it says frogalisk (laughs) there's like an additional collection of unicorn horns that are like even bigger than the ones that were like near the entrance and the little display notations notes that like unicorns are rare even in the active months of the thorough um, they bring good luck, and through research, they've discovered that much of their magic lies within the horn, and that all horns shown in the display were collected ethically. Um, when unic- unicorns use up their magic, they shed the horn and begin growth of a new one, um, sometimes altering the type of magic imbued within them. And these horns are actually composed of various precious gems, stones, diamonds, sapphires, quartz, etc. Ah, well, folks, I do feel like brunch set us back a fair bit. And uh, we've got quite the journey ahead of us. And, well, if I remember anything about our first endeavor together is that places like this are insured. That's right. And everybody's breaking in and... Breaking shit anyway. I feel like everything's a little bit loose right now. What's to say there's anything wrong with taking these? Can we look around to see if there's like some sort of security system 
or something like that? Roll me on investigation. Well, I got a nat one, so. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I also got a nat one. What? <laughs> I got an eight. I cannot, cannot today. Oh, my God. Why would they have such a thing? <laughs> I mean, it is pretty dark in here, so I'd, yeah. I'd be willing to chance it. So I'll pay them back. We'll pay them back. Yeah, and also, like, if, if we get caught, right, you're supposed to make a scene, right? I'm like, oh, my host, God. Absolutely. So. That's so true. Oh, my God. Can we, like, be really conspicuous about this? Like, can we, like, knit them onto our outfit somehow? Something? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. God. I'm just going crazy. You know what? Lux can take care of this no matter what happens. So let's just fucking take it. <laughs> All right. How are you going about this? Uh, so what's the situation here? Are they they're I, I guess behind glass or something like that, or are they just like sitting here in a in a in a basket that says "Take a horn, leave a horn." <laughs> Do you know you know in museums when they have uh, the they're like the base of them is made of wood, and then there's like a glass top over them, so you can see in, but you can't sneeze or touch. Mm-hmm. sneeze on them or touch them or mm. you know what i mean so there's like a there's like a little notation thing on the outside that describes what each of them are like uh as b said quartz sapphire opal garnet diamond they're each laid out sort of in order of uh what type of gem they are but they are behind glass yes how big are these displays themselves because like, if it's just like one unicorn horn in a display i'm imagining it's pretty small box right no no i would say that all of the horns are in one display like on one pillow side by side yeah well i f- i feel like i could sleight of hand that shit for a quick opening like are you trying to break the glass or like pick i could feel i could pick the lock okay if you want i can try to detect magic to see if there's like yeah. some sort of magical security here is that yeah. is that worthwhile all right well then i will i'll cast detect magic and uh, and let's see if anything anything raises uh, red flags around here. All right. So you cast detect magic. I would say that y- you get a ping in the sense that like there is a mechanism that will send out some sort of alert, but there's no like mm. there's no like aggressive thing. The horns themselves are magical just by essence of like previously being attached right. to a unicorn. Mm-hmm. Also, the screamus fly traps are magical. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yes, Every now and then are. in the background, they're still hollering. Right. You think you think you can pick that lock? I think I can pick the lock. Is the magic in the mechanism that would send out the alarm that you picked up there, Celestine? Or is it just in the entirety of the thing? <laughs> the logic that I have is like if someone had an actual key for this, it wouldn't set off the alarm, right? That's kind of what you're mm. doing with the lock pick. Yeah, I, I see where you're going with that. I would I would say that that probably makes sense. It does. It does track. Okay. If you want to just break the glass, I'm fine with that too. That kind of sounds fun. <laughs> just chaos, <laughs> but <laughs> this is this is stop one of three for the night. We have to remember that. I I know. I'll 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 pick it. I'll pick it. All right. Give me them rolls. Give me the pick and rolls. Okay. Okay, that is 18. <laughs> Sweet. Okay. Yeah, you definitely, like, you you start picking at it and you realize, like, oh, my God, this is child stuff. Like, I've, I've <laughs> run into locks like this so many times. And oh, no. uh, <laughs> you do manage to click it open. And as expected, if you're able to work the key properly and not break the thing, um, you don't hear any kind of, like, ooh-ee-ooh or anything like that. No one's immediately coming running. Um, you do hear some, like, ah, from the screen the screamers they've uh, they've noticed they don't like it but yeah there's no there's no other thing okay shit well pick your poison here fellas i like that diamond looking one i'm a fan of the opal i'll just read out how many there are again there's three quartz one sapphire two opal 
one garnet and one diamond horn. You know, those those are all beautiful. <laughs> I'm going to walk up and open up my boiler and I'm just going <laughs> to throw them all in there. Yes. Cr- yes. <laughs> all right. Well, Absolutely. hold on now, crater, cr- crater, crater. And I just put my hand on his arm. 50% good. <laughs> Should we leave half? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, Celestine, you keep me honest. Thank you. Or, well, as as honest as a group of thieves can be, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll put four back. Yeah. And you're putting the rest in your boiler? Uh, well, in my the equivalent of, like, my backpack. Crater, is that a... Is that a unicorn horn in your boiler, or are you just happy to sing that? <laughs> I thought you were on a tune to those breath mints. <laughs> I think they had a lasting effect. Crater, can I ask what the temperature is inside your boiler? Just out of just just for good times. Well, okay, uh, turn the other ones into diamonds. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, Colonel temperature. Of a furnace. (laughs) Google. 170 degrees Fahrenheit. Oh, okay. Those things are totally fine. I was honestly, I was like, he's gonna say something ridiculous, like seven thousand Celsius, and then I'm gonna (laughs) tell him that they all melt. (laughs) No. (laughs) I wouldn't actually, I would just pretend to and then take it back. Okay, so you've got the horns. The screamers have seen you, and they seem to be like kind of like craning. In, in all directions, kind of going like, ah, you know, trying to alert someone as to what's happening. But uh, there's no, like I said, no like, wee Oh, pop down plants. <laughs> ah! All right, yeah, let's, let's go... Let's go rejoin this party before uh, we're noticed. <laughs> on my way, on my way out by the by the plants, there, I'm gonna cast Druidcraft to make the the um, the the screamus fly traps blossom. <laughs> what? Hold on, what's Druidcraft? It, it's just a little cantrip. I said I can instantly make a flower blossom, a seed pod open, or a leaf bud bud bloom. So you know, okay. I'll just. Uh, you know, I'll just they 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 seem unhappy. Maybe if they bloomed, they'd be. I did so call nice. them pods. Um, so yeah, you cast it, and like each one of the little things, like they all kind of let out one last scream in unison. And as their mouths open, they just keep opening, and then they like peel backwards into gorgeous flowers that now Holy shit. are kind of like <laughs> it's like tinkling laughter instead. So like, ha, 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 ha. No. oh my god! I just pat one on the head as I walk by. <laughs> I walk through the flowers. I'm sure it's fine now. You know how like plants, when they flower, it kind of like starts pulling the energy from the rest of the, so it's kind of like, it's, it's like killing off the actual body of the plant, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's like a fucked up. Oh no. I, Super I fucked up. Oh yes. Didn't mean to kill it. So yeah, no. Yes. <laughs> the plants think it's hilarious though. A pained laugh escapes their pods. What a beautiful a way to die. <laughs> kill me. Kill that was me. fucked. <laughs> I did not intend for that to go down that way. <laughs> Killing it. So you made it back out. I would say that the person who saw you going in, I think you see them return now with a couple of like little drones and they're like looking around for you. How about let's do another perception stealth contest? All of you can roll and we'll take the best stealth as the one that is the stealth. All right. <laughs> 24. It's okay. I rolled a crit fail. Okay. <laughs> All, right. All right. Yeah, you can hear them being like, um, one of them was like, uh, I don't know, like an android. I think two of them were androids, like trying to like remember what y'all look like, but they're really just not very smart. 
I think maybe also as they're scrambling to like describe you, you hear like kind of uh, broken glass from across the way in the museum. And when you look over, Garbazine has just like knocked something over and he's like kind of making his way towards you. It's like, it just like knocked something over to make it smash as a distraction. And now he's walking towards you guys. And I think when he sees you guys, he does the thing where he like does the chopping motion at his neck to say like, (laughs) no, let's leave. And he looks pretty urgent on his face. I think that's a pretty clear cue. I'll start walking towards the exit. Oh, oh, we've, but we've only just arrived. We didn't get to enjoy any of the festivities, but I guess it's better to not overstay one's welcome. I feel like we should make a, ca- a chaotic call out as we leave to say that there are unicorn horns available for taking. You're framing Whoa. the entire crowd. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I want you to roll me a performance and tell me what you say. All right. Oof. Christ. Uh, eight. <laughs> I just kind of want to like strut towards the exit in like the main entrance hall and be like listen up bitches there's unicorn (laughs) horns they're being taken from the main like foresty area get yours before they're gone it's a riot in there it's a riot (laughs) self name drop (laughs) okay with an eight with an eight fuck with a fucking eight I would say that one expensive goth-looking Gears android made with iridescent coating kind of, like, perks up and, like, drags a friend over towards the exhibit while the, like, staff kind of notices that this is happening and goes, like, pointing, like, oh, like, they're going to the exhibit. So you did manage to tempt one person. Everyone else just kind of looks at you and claps because they're excited that you're here. (laughs) Right! <laughs> but I think once you've done that too, the guard who is speaking with the yeah, drones right, kind of, of notices you too. Bye. Bye. <laughs> is there another window we can leave through? Um, no, you broke it. <laughs> <laughs> this is the main entrance hall and you broke the window. And you know what? Consequences are dire. I need you all to roll a dexterity, otherwise take a very small amount of glass damage. Dexterity saving throw? Yeah, dexterity saving throw. We're looking to be like a 12. I have 13. I also got a 13. Oh. Fail. I oh. failed. I failed hard. All right. Roll me a 1d4 glass damage. <laughs> roll your own damage. Roll your own damage. That's a full four damage. Oh. That's a full four damage. Because the only time I can roll well today is damage against myself. <laughs> you should see a therapist about that. <laughs> As we're like maybe like 100 feet away from the entrance of uh, this museum. Hey, hey right. Can you, can you take a photo of me real quick? I have a fun idea. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. Just like a little bit to the left. I just want to make sure that the museum's in the background here. Okay. Yeah. Can you, uh, yeah. Just like, uh, lift your chin a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. Uh, yeah. Got it. Got it. I said another one just in case, just in case, just in case you're blinking. I'm going to, I'm going to reach in. I'm going to grab two of the unicorn horns and I'm going to put one in each hand. So it looks like I'm giving the middle finger to the camera with the unicorn horns. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> Work it. <laughs> can you send that to me? Just. I, I, have not, I have not a photo taken of myself in a long time. Oh my God, absolutely. All right, Crater, I've got a good one too. You get down on all fours, hold a unicorn horn up to your head, and then Riot and I will pretend like we are riding you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can <laughs> selfie it or I can do a timer. Let's do a timer. Let's do a timer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> Strap it. Okay, so everyone, so everyone say, I'm a little horsey. I'm, I'm a, a little horsey. horsey. <laughs> <laughs> 
Can I post this? That's fucking sick. <laughs> you can safely assume that people have been posting pictures of you since you arrived in town. All right. So yeah, no downside. I'm gonna post it. <laughs> it's absolute primo mischief. You notice that the drones um, are starting to follow you. So I'm going to roll something for the drones and i want y'all to roll individual stealth checks this time let's all cast pass without trace thank you oh, Hell yeah, yeah. So plus 10 plus 10 yeah on top of whatever else you know uh, crater rolled a 14 29 21 Okay, I will say that as you all boot scoot boogie out of there, these drones like try to keep up with you in the crowd and you manage to lose them, but crater like you fall a little bit behind and as one almost catches up, it like sprays something at you and manages to clip like freaking four other people in the audience and just get the side the back of your head with this like hot pink neon paint ah so you just kind of got clipped with a bit of paint it's not the end of the world hmm. oh shit let me look at that are we like around a corner is, is this thing still following me at this point or did it spray and just fly away it sprayed you like just at the last moment when it could tell you were managing to elude it so like i see you're like y'all are like dodging around corners and like making weird parkour jumps and stuff and it was like oh god this is my last chance to psk, and like it didn't quite catch you before you evaded it okay oh that is unpleasant oh, pink on me is this incriminating is this like a thing that they can detect on you later or something yeah they sprayed me so like now they know to look for someone in pink paint yeah i mean we can wear it and like own that (laughs) i think you do probably notice someone who's like getting escorted out of the museum by like some guards and they're absolutely covered in the neon pink paint it's that goth android um you also recall though that like this thing also managed to get like three or four other people gotcha okay you know what i'm just gonna own it yeah you know crater i I don't think it's a bad color. No. I make the shit look good. Yeah. Honestly, I was I've I've been thinking that you could use a little brightening up. And I pink is pink is a good place to start. What did you not think I looked good before? I just think I'm a crater. Of course you look good. Of course you look good, crater, but I just think that we can all give ourselves a little splash of color, brighten up our day a little bit. Yeah, we're we're partying. Exactly. It's a perfect time for a new look. Yeah, back <laughs> half of me is pink. That's what the that's the new fashion trend these kids are doing nowadays, right? You are gonna turn some heads when you roll back into Midmoss. I mean, if you really wanted, I could uh, take a piece of my dress off and you know wrap it around your head like a bandana or something. Just like cover it. At the thought of Riot taking her dress off, <laughs> Celestine just gets very, very, like, blushy and looks at the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Not all of it, just, like, some of it. That's a beautiful dress, Riot. I wouldn't, I could never ask you to do that. Yeah, no, it's it's not a problem. This is just weighing me down anyway. It's a dress owned by the Riot. I mean, sure. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be an honor. I think it would give me some extra street cred. Creator, say yes to the dress. Say yes to the dress. <laughs> Right, I am formally saying yes to the dress. <laughs> right, fuck yeah. So I extend my leg in the middle of the street and just like rip the bottom, I'd say like two feet off of my dress. So that's like frayed along the edges, but it looks somehow like really cool. Awesome. Uh, <laughs> and I'm going to just like fold it up and kind of like wrap it around Crater's head. Cool. I'm going to I'm gonna say that there was like another montage where you like try it in different ways on Crater. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> and do the like shaky head until it's perfect. <laughs> yeah. 
This is a lot of fun, I'm not going to lie. It's been a while since I've been able to do something this lighthearted, but I feel like we've sort of lost uh, the urgency of trying to find... Anyway, I checked around everywhere in the museum. I did not find uh, a circle. You guys seemed like you were busy, though. We were doing what we had to do. We were making an appearance. Did you steal unicorn horns? No. Doesn't seem like any of your concern, really, one way or the other. How many did you take? I don't know, Half. (laughs) Can I have one? Well... Well, maybe you get us to the teleportation circle and then we talk about payment beyond leaving you with your life. Yeah. I wasn't thinking payment. I was just thinking because, like, we're four buds. We're all vanting around Viridesia. And, like... You know, bud number four, a.k.a. old Garbazine, went around and checked for a teleportation circle. And and did not find anything. So perhaps when you actually succeed, when you accomplish a thing, then we could discuss it. Yeah, we're four potential buds at this point. He incoherently grumbles. So what's the next stop here then? (laughs) Going to the old uh, Opry house? I am kind of curious to see who the secret performer will be. Could be our our chance to meet Sir Limp Biscuit. Oh my god. Do you really think so? Do you really think that Sir Limbiscuit could be the the special guest? A man could hope. I think at this point, somebody like actually comes up and approaches the party and it's just like, uh, excuse me, um, I'm so sorry, but I just had to come over and introduce myself. My name is Tina, Tina Wednesday. You might have read some of my articles in Box Magazine. I'm an arts and culture writer. I just, I'm dying to know what you're up to tonight, right? And I'm a, such a huge fan by the way uh, always good to meet a fan <laughs> look could you do me a massive favor and just take a picture with me my boss will give me like an instant promotion um yeah i mean fuck it why not everybody knows i'm here yes okay okay she tries to like pose like super blase okay and i'll <laughs> mimic that i guess oh fuck amazing Naturally. do you mind and she like gives her pip to like crater uh. sorry buddy if, is that okay? I mean, yeah, sure. Okay. okay. This photo is going to be off center. Yeah, it's going to be crooked <laughs> yeah, and like a, a little bit blurry. <laughs> Cuts off the, the top of our heads. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like just a photo of, of her and like riots. Like half of her face is cut off. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> she takes the pit and she's like, "Well, I mean, half of half of your face is. You, you know what? This is good. I don't want to take up too much of your time. Like I said, huge fan. Do you have like any inside scoop for me about like you know what happened at Riscotech? What you're doing in town? I swear to God." Anything that you want to be off the record will be off the record. Honestly, Riscotech was boring. <laughs> Nothing really happened there. I don't know why everybody's like blowing up about it. Um, yeah, so we're just trying to like not be bored here. So we'll see what happens. We've had a couple of more interesting invites that we're looking into and the rest we kind of like threw out. So, you know, we're making our way. Oh, where are you going right now? Um, I look over to the other two. And I just I pull her just to the side for a second do you think this person being uh being press and all that got an invite to the uh the large party the big party with mesmera i do wonder about that she seems to be willing to do anything for a favor from you yeah i'll test the waters well um sorry tina is it it's tina wednesday tina wednesday oh god i love that you know we've been floating around this idea of going to the soul mazade estate equinox party do you know anything about that oh i mean yeah (laughs) of course it's you know the most exclusive party of the year yeah you that's where you're going i mean we'd love to it's just like it's it's a bad system and there's so many of us you know yeah tell me about Um, it i'm just trying to like figure out what 
what to do with my friends because it's kind of a package deal, right? Um, for us. And I just like really want to go as a unit. So I'm trying to like, you know, put the feelers out confidentially, if that's okay. Or just if you know of any on the ground words or anything like that. Roll me persuasion. Oh, sick. Okay. That's a 15. She's like, oh God, look, like if I, if I had a badge, then I would absolutely die. And if I had it, I might give it to you because I absolutely die for you. But to be honest, it's super exclusive though. You know, there are a lot of people who are planning on going to the party later as in they're not there yet. Where are they? Oh, you know, wandering around the town, going to some pre-parties, much like yourself. Like the opera house? Sure. I mean, that could be one place. Is that where you're going? We were thinking about it, but I don't know. Ugh. We're also thinking about the Moth Museum. You should head down there. It's fucking crazy. I heard they were giving away unicorn horns at the Moth Museum. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Giving them away. Shit. God, that would pay for like six months of rent for me. Okay. Well, definitely check that out. Yeah. Get in there, girl. <laughs> okay, well, fabulous. I mean, maybe I'll see you at one of these places. Uh, Absolutely. So nice to meet you. Really, really nice to meet you. Um, you know, anytime you want to uh, shout out one of my articles, that would be just so amazing. Listen, we should sit down sometime, have a little exclusive. Oh, my God. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, if, if, if you look in your followers, you'll see me there. I mean, Tina Wednesday, my, my articles come out on Wednesday. I'm also free on Wednesdays for coffee, tea, alcohol, <laughs> um, whatever you want. Reach out to my assistant, Enigmata. We would love to. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, uh, have a great rest of your night. And we'll see you soon. Looking forward to reading about it. Before she leaves, Garbazine is going to turn around awkwardly and like bump into her. And he's like, like oh, fuck, sorry, sorry. I want to do a sleight of hand check with him oh shit what am i rolling against this uh i roll a sleight of hand okay <laughs> roll it. i rolled a dirty 20 oh shit dang that's gravy all the way what i'm looking for with garbazine is a press pass oh yeah <laughs> tina wednesday definitely has a press pass and it's definitely inside of her like business blazer <laughs> and you definitely got it <laughs> It's just an awkward bump into her where it's just like really uncomfortable because he just like kind of shoulder slams into her and he's just like, oh, she's like, ah, have we met? And then it just keeps going. As she walks away, Garbazine holds up the pass between his fingers and he's just like, Garbazine. Okay. So I feel like we should reopen the discussion of the unicorn horn. Um, <laughs> with moves like that, I'm, I'm game. I don't even care. That was amazing. <laughs> I still think that payment comes when the job is complete. Otherwise, how can we trust you to complete the job? You're so bitchy. Yeah. <laughs> Celestine, you know, we should reward that kind of behavior. Here, kid. I'll throw Garbazine one of the cheaper ones. I'm assuming quartz. I, I know nothing about stones. There were three of them, so it's like... Yeah. Not the diamond one. Make an insight check on Garbazine. Uh, that's a zero. A 16. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> 20, 21. I feel like Riot and Celestine, you would kind of see his face break a little bit, like almost like he's about to cry, but then composes himself as he gets the unicorn horn, and he's just like, yeah, cool, thanks. Oh. Whatever. Whatever. You okay? Yeah. Okay. Um, I just... it. Uh, it's been a while since I like did anything fun with people. Oh. Want to do some more? Hell yeah. All right. To the opera house, champs. Again, it's about a 20-minute walk. That's the nice thing about Viridesia. Everything's a 20-minute walk. Uh, and you see it before you. It's famously one of the first buildings that used iridescent stone in its construction. So it's an extremely old building to this city. 
It sparkles from every angle, but is most beautiful at sunset. Rounded and geometric in design, from its position at the peak of a small hill, it acts almost like a disco ball across the city, um, casting that like soft focus lens flare light. It's like the main contributor of that quality in Viridesia. This is like, you know, the entrance is very similarly populated with like gauzy fabriced attendees who are very excitedly talking about like, who could it be? Who could it be? Who's performing? Um, you see a sign at the door that's like advertising a door prize. But before you can make it farther than uh, a few steps towards the door, you hear someone behind you. You hear someone go, ah, riot and you turn and a tall and plump person with a sweet but hesitant expression moves towards you the layered sleeves on her pale yellow gown billowing and trailing behind her and it never really settles creating like a a halo effect with her doe eyes her elegantly hooked nose and her masses of dark curly hair she transfixes many and as she speaks you recognize her voice well it is so 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 good to finally meet you riot and you recognize the voice as belonging to Teaspoon Equilibret. Um, and upon her chest, you notice a badge that has like the Solmazate logo at the top. And then it says Teaspoon Equilibret, she, her. Oh my God. Um, wow. So nice to finally meet you. It is so, so, so good to meet you, Riot. Let me tell you that I've been following your career since the very beginning, and I just saw a picture go up online that said that you might be coming here, so I had to come and meet you. Wow, um, you are just as sweet in real life, aren't you? Um, well, you know, public image and all that, but that's very nice of you to say. Totally get it. Um, that's so kind. Um, where are you off to right now? Well, and she, like, points at her uh, a badgy badge. Um, I'm off to the Solmazade Estates tonight, of course. Damn, that's a pretty exclusive party. I know. Every year it's the best party in town. I just love it. Um, listen, though, I, I, I did want to ask you a few questions. Um, you know, like, you know, like just about the biz. Um, do, you, do you have time? I, I know that there's going to be uh, like at least an hour before the show. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I have a, a minute or two. Sure, why not? Okay, do you, do you think we could, like, go inside and, like, hang out together for a bit? Sure. I'll, like, look over my shoulder and give a little look to the two of them to kind of, like, keep close, keep an eye on what's going on. Teaspoon's like, oh my goodness, I'm so sorry. Teaspoon Equilibrat. Oh, it, it's, uh, it's, <laughs> you know what? Yeah, fuck it. Hi, I'm Creator Wayne. I, I'm a big fan <laughs> of you. It's, it's, it's a pleasure to meet you. Celestine Wanderoff, nice to meet you. Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry, sorry, um. Crater Wayne to the moon is what I, I'm sorry. I'm nervous. Oh, good branding. Yes, very good. No, that was one of the first things that they taught me when I entered the industry. Have a recognizable catchphrase and brand. You never right. tell a true friend your true name. She like claps and is like, yes, exactly. Oh, you watched the show. I mean, who hasn't? Crater, I've never seen the side of you. This is awesome. Uh, I think we have a party to attend after you two. All right. Oh, please, please. And she, like, links arms with Riot and sort of lets her lead the way. I think I lean over to Crater and just, like, Crater, are you at all? I don't know. I'm feeling a little unsettled by Teaspoon, seeing as the last time I heard her voice was that bizarre pit message while we were driving that seemed to be talking directly to us. You know, Celestine, I forgot all about that. I kind of got caught up with those little Star Trek back there. 
Um, I don't know what, if any, part Ms. Teaspoon has in that phenomenon, but that was definitely her voice. I, uh, I'm going to both of you roll an insight for me. 16. Uh, 13. Both of you get the impression that she is extremely eager to talk with Riot. That part is very sincere. With a 16, you also get this extra impression that she's like, she's kind of on edge. Um, not in a suspicious sense, just in an on-edge sense. Yeah, she does seem kind of not herself based on her TV persona here. Mm-hmm. Let's let's maybe just follow Riot real close. Okay, so um, you enter the main, like, I would call it the, like, auditorium of the opera house. It's sort of, like, seats in a circle facing the stage. And at this point, it's a very casual atmosphere. There's no one playing or anything. There's just music on the loudspeakers, and people are milling about, having drinks. Um, And there's, like, plenty of empty seats to go and sit down and have a chat. And so you do, and Teaspoon turns to you and is just like... So, so tell me a little bit uh, about how you got into the entertainment industry. I mean, um, it kind of got into me. <laughs> I know you just kind of appeared out of nowhere. Yeah, it's it's just one of those things. People always ask me, like, "Oh, how did you do it?" And I didn't really do anything. I just did what I did best. The rest kind of followed. Well, I mean, you must have had some help from somewhere. I mean, sure, I've pulled some favors from people who owed me but um what are you asking here oh i don't know you know i'm i'm just always open to breaking free from the children's show format but my agent is just well you know he just he does know what's best for me but i don't know sometimes i look at other people like you and i i just think what's up with that who's your agent lex booker huh yeah he's 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 wonderful like don't get me wrong like i i you know i was nobody i was i came from you know, the tiniest town, and, and you know, it, all my dreams came true, but, but sometimes, you know, a, a girl wants to to expand. Absolutely. I mean, like, the thing you have to remember is that Lux works for you. Lux works for me. You know, he, uh, sure, he might have played a huge part in getting you to where you are now, but it's important to remember that this is your career, and that it's you overseeing everything, and at the end of the day, if he's your agent, he is kind of an employee of yours, so... You can call the shots here. I can call the shots. Yeah, girl. You know, I'm not sure I have the confidence, but I do like what you're saying. Maybe, maybe do you think that we could work together someday? The, uh, I'd love nothing more. I mean, I'm a big fan. I love I love what you do. But like, you know, not, not on kid stuff. Not on kid stuff. That's not exactly, yeah. Uh... I don't think I'd be allowed anywhere near that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's, in fact, there's a there's a whole court order. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good because that's I mean that's kind of what I was hoping to hear, and you know something I'm sort of hoping to break away from the the kids show format that is, and and you know the, the higher and higher up I get, the the longer the fall seems, and I thought you might understand. Absolutely. Is it is it just? You know, wearing thin. Is it is it getting old, or is there something else kind of going on in there? She looks. She opens her mouth and kind of looks really thrown off by that question. And she goes, uh, uh, "Well, I'm sorry. I'm under NDA. <laughs> you understand? Of course. I just uh, hope you know that you can trust me, right? I really do want to trust you, Riot. And and I want you to trust me when I tell you that that you're on a high platform too. What's that supposed to mean? I. I don't know. 
Anyway, oh, it's going to be a great show, but I, I think I have to go and get ready for the Solmazates. Um, are you guys going to be going? You'll probably find us there, yeah. Yeah, you. I mean, I didn't see you on the guest list that Lux sent around. <laughs> we'll be there, don't worry. We have uh, other means. Well, okay. I really hope I do see you there. I'd really like to party with you and, you know, just be friends. With all of you. And she looks up at, at Celestine and Crater as well. What's Garbazine doing right now? <laughs> He's there too. <laughs> and you, my friend. Oh, uh, looks uncomfortable. <laughs> Kicks his feet a little bit. <laughs> okay, well, uh, I mean, good talk. Never feel like a stranger when it comes to reaching out about uncomfortable things. I'm not crazy about Pip. Can I, can I give you my home address for letters? Absolutely, yeah. I don't normally do that, but yeah, of course, yeah. So she gives you, she like writes it down and gives it to you, um, gets up and like dusts herself off and says hi to somebody. And uh, and she's like, okay, well, like I said, I really hope to see you there. All of you. Start recording. Date, nearly autumn. Name, Justice Detective Tective. Rank, Senior Investigatory Diplo, though I suppose it doesn't help me much in these matters. I'm stationed for the night in a small town south of New Middle City, straddling the line between the thorough lush the Crownlands and the good on wilds. It's been a long journey. I'd hoped to check into a pit port long before now. Note to self, memorize better questions or demands for truth or dare. I was woefully underprepared for my journey through the Feyfields. Back to the matter at hand, I find myself in a cozy inn. You know the type. Wood paneling, generic landscape artwork above my bed, serviceable but unmemorable food. Beige and brown decor. Right at the edge of an unremarkable town. Most everything is unremarkable in this area. No greenery from the thorough lush. Not much revelry like in the good on wilds. A few wooden houses, enough stores to keep the town running, and an ever-vacant inn. These towns aren't generally a type to have pit ports, so imagine my delight when I set foot inside the port's radius and heard a sound most unfamiliar to me. A new message, waiting in my pip inbox. I won't lie, having a new message to read gave these old wires a blip of excitement. I wonder if this is what Riot feels like all the time. I'm opening the message now. There seems to be a slideshow of photos. Good, good. They've done exactly what I asked of them. Brunch. Ah, but there is a caption too. The caption reads, Fueling up to get up to no good. Viridesia isn't ready. Postscript. Would you eat this egg? Hmm. Okay. First photo. Shows an interesting melange of foods and a range of colors. Hmm. Some colors not dissimilar to an aurora borealis. Next photo. My steam android friend holding what looks to be a small black sphere. No, an oval. Ah, oh, I see. No, no, I would not eat this egg. Final photo. Oh dear. It's Riot holding up her hand in a backward peace sign with her tongue sticking between the fingers. It's lewd. It's rude. And as the kids say, mood. I'm trying that one on. I must say, the clues left to me were subtle, but for a detective like myself, well, I have no problems digging through a regular pit post to find a hidden meaning. I know exactly what my new allies are up to. Not much to be said in return to this message, though. It's likely I won't hit another pit board until we reunite. Let's just hope I have good news when I get to them. End recording.